Jeff, how many guys do you plan to use on offense, and what's the the, the balance between having a lot of guys that can contribute and having that continuity you need? Um, well, at some positions, you just tend to rotate more than others. Um, in, in the offensive line, for example, you typically don't rotate unless you have a sixth and maybe even a seventh guy that are equal or close to equal uh, with the with the readiness and and production of your fourth and fifth linemen, and I've been in that situation before, and and we could be in that situation this year where we rotate a sixth lineman in some, um, but at other positions re- positions that run more, tight end, receiver, running back, you you typically rotate guys, and so we'll certainly do that. Um, I would say at this point we got a couple of running backs that are ahead of the rest of the group, and then some other guys that are trying to catch up. You know, at tight end, obviously, there's Matt and everybody else, but the everybody else is is a sizable, talented group. So those guys are fighting for reps. How many of those guys play in game one will depend on on how they progress the next couple of weeks. Um, we've certainly got three guys at receiver that are a little bit ahead of the others, and then another two or three guys who are fighting to be number four, number five, number six in the game when you rotate guys in there. So I would say at those three skill positions, um, we'll certainly rotate guys. How many kind of depends on how they progress the next couple of weeks. And then playing playing a team like Navy, you typically don't get as many possessions, as many snaps as you normally would because they, they chew up time and eat up clock. And that'll have something to do with it as well. So we may not play as many guys as we might if we were in a different situation. Follow-up, would you say that you have more guys that, that would be available and ready to help this year than in previous years? Um, at a couple of positions, yes. At a couple of positions, I would say similar to where we've been. Thank you. Okay, let's go Matt, Matt then Jake. Thoughts on the scrimmage today, Coach, and, and maybe a few standouts or observations from what took place? Um, overall, a good day, and it was probably just about what you would like to have as a coach in that we moved the ball well, scored points, but we also stopped ourselves a number of times. And then there were a couple of times where defense just rose up and played really well and stopped us on four downs. And uh, I say that's what you'd like to have as a coach because it gives you something to chew on them about and keep them, keep them humble, keep them hungry. And so I think we're in a good place right now. Um, you'd love to go down and, and score every time you touch the ball, and, and that, that wasn't the case, and it's never really the case. What we want to try to eliminate are the self-inflicted wounds in particular, um, turnovers and um, pre-snap penalties especially, and we had a couple of those today two in the red zone in particular that were that were quite costly. We've been spending a lot of time working on and talking about our touchdown percentage and being efficient in the red zone. And we had one turnover and had a costly penalty in the red zone as well. So it was a good day, but but definitely um, some things that we can that we can uh, get them right on. Coach, I wanted to ask you about your offensive line. You mentioned in the open there that you would not typically rotate a bunch of guys along that line, but how deep do you think that this group goes in terms of starter caliber guys? Well, I think we're in position where we've got – we have some guys who, when you say starter caliber, we have some – that we have a number that I think will be, but we have a few guys that aren't quite ready yet, but they're getting closer. Um, And so – 
we have guys with playing experience, but we still we still have a ranking in our minds. I mean, we kind of Coach Mateos and I all the time talk about who's who's one through five, and then who's six, and who's seven, and who's eight. And so I would say um, there are the first five, and then there are a couple more after that 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 put us at that six or seven mark. And then I would say eight, nine, and ten are a ways behind the top seven. Go ahead, Jay and Mitch. Yeah, Jeff, two questions. One, has any definition emerged as clarification as far as the starting quarterback uh, battle? No, we're not ready to say anything yet. Information, and certainly we're gaining more information about those guys every day, um, but we're not in a position to say anything yet. And then with your connections in Texas and in the South, have you given any input to Tom Homo as far as possible opponents? Have you been involved in that in any way? No, that's above my pay grade. Huh. I'm ready. I'm, I'm like all of us. We're ready to play uh, whoever he puts in front of us. And I know he's working, working hard to, to put a great schedule in front of us. And so I'm just thankful that we're in position, particularly where we are in the country right now, that, that we're in position to play and feeling very blessed and fortunate that – that we've got an opportunity and what a great opportunity it is in the, in the geographical landscape of things that we're in position to play football this year. Jeff, with the, the quarterback reps in, in scrimmage, how was that handled and maybe some of the highlights from these quarterbacks today? Well, we don't really want to talk too much about who got which reps with which group because that would sign, that could put us in position where we have to answer questions about why did this guy get this many reps with the ones. And I've been in position before where then you have to answer, well, why did this guy not get the first set and this guy got all that. We'll just continue to say what we have said, and that's that all the guys are progressing. And I know it's not inform much information, um, but they're all getting better. And I think the experience that we have there – is certainly certainly showing in practice, and they're all they're all making progress every day. And so, we, you you probably won't hear much else until until we're ready to announce something. Also, I uh, wanted to ask you about Hinkley Ropati, uh, the the junior college transfer. He was some I think you guys were aware of for a while, but how how is he maybe taken to the playbook and the overall offense in such a short period of time? Yeah, very talented kid. Somebody that we've we've liked for a long time, and we're planning on having here. We just thought we would probably not have him until January. And when the, when the, when the spot opened, um, A-Rod and I jumped on it and, and uh, Kalani was ready to go on it as well. But A-Rod and I have been, he's from A-Rod's area. So he and I have been recruiting him for a while and we've known him for a while and known that we wanted him on the team because he's really, really talented. And that talent shows up every single day. He's a, he's a tremendous package of quickness explosiveness and power um, but he's like any guy that that is just starting with your team he's still he's still raw in terms of our scheme and still learning how to carry the ball subtle things like how to run a particular play or what his route is on a on a particular uh, passing play um, but I think he's gonna I think he'll probably be in the mix this year and we're preparing him to be there. Okay, we got time for one more. Go ahead, Greg. Hey, Jeff. Uh, considering uh, the, the different challenges and protocols you're dealing with right now, 
How happy are you with the amount of work that's gotten done offensively and how it's gotten done? I'm really pleased with it, Greg. There's really been, um, aside from some minor challenges in communication, there have been really no setbacks other than what we would have done up to this point, you know, just not, not having spring ball, not having the ability to meet face to face with our players for the past five months, I think um, set us back to some extent. Certainly we aren't where we could be had we, had we had a full spring and, and more time with our players over the previous five months. However, one of the things that I said during the quarantine to a number of people who asked me how I felt about it was that I felt we were in, an advantage position when you compare us to other programs for two reasons. One, we have a lot of experience coming back on offense. And so the, the guys we're going to be playing with this year are mainly guys who already know the offense. And there's a lot of continuity there within the offense because we're running the same offense that we've been running. And then the other advantage I felt like we have is I felt like um, we have players who are willing to work on their own, whether they were here in town working or whether they were somewhere else on their own and they were working in a garage gym and running at the local park. I felt like we had guys that would show up in shape, and that's been true. So we've been able to get a lot done the past three weeks because our guys were willing to work when they were away from us.